Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. You're listening to another episode of Close Encounters, where we dig into everything the man upstairs doesn't want you to see, from the paranormal to the conspiratorial. Stick around, traveler. Episode 915, Time Travel. That's right, we're talking about that DeLorean Terminator primer time travel. Fiction? It is not. And I can say conclusively that I have experienced the bizarre, strange effects of temporal dilation personally. Because time moves for us in this strange and fantastical land at a different pace. Except for when we reach out and communicate with individuals in reality prime via cell phone. Which means that signals belonging to the 4G LTE band are shared across parallel universes. Which means that we can now conclusively say that the LTE standard based in turn on the GSM standards developed by the European Telecommunications Standards Institute or Etsy, was a global government conspiracy to give potential time travelers the ability to communicate across parallel dimensions using existing cell phone networks. A classic case of military tech gone consumer. Etsy. Interesting. Sound familiar? It does to me. A little phone app used to sell homemade goods and crafts and bongs to strangers? Or something far more sinister? Better uninstall it just in case the man's listening. In any case, we have some time paradoxes of our own to untangle. Odds are, if you're listening to this, your reality might be missing a Fry's Electronics somewhere in the world. And while your scientists struggle to explain that disappearance, we'll be here going to Ravenloft and rescuing our kids. Stay cool, fellow travelers, and watch your back. Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, only occasionally a BDSM podcast. Most of the time, it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast about four dads from our world flung to the Forgotten Realms in the quest to rescue their lost sons. Uh, my name is Freddie Wong. Hello, hey, everybody. How's Hi. it going? Hi, Freddie. How are Hi, you? Freddie. Good. Uh, I play Glenn Close. He's the bard, rock and roll dad of the group. This week's Glenn Fact. Uh, as you heard from last episode, 
Freddie Wong, just like Glenn Close, I guess in this case, uh, gets the hiccups what? quite uh, constantly. I've, most of my friends have tapered off in their adult life, but I feel like the rate of hiccups that I get has just been a linear function since like childhood. <laughs> I still get the hiccups. Uh, Glenn Close also gets the hiccups too, and, and that's uh, affected one of their gigs one Christmas. This was during the 2018 tour. They were playing in uh, Glendale, the Americana brand, and well, the problem was they're doing... Um, just Glenn like make a joke about it being Glendale, Glendale. whenever yeah. he's in Glendale. <laughs> a lot of finger guns. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, this is my home turf. <laughs> this is there is a guy a- in the band named Dale? No. Oh, oh, they had to fire Dale. Dale's wanted in too many states. So they're in the middle of like a Jingle Bells rendition, and mm-hmm. then the second verse is coming up, and Glenn steps to the mic and realizes he has hiccups. So he had no choice but to wait out the hiccups to the confusion of the band. So they played a 30-minute Jingle Bells solo while he waited for his hiccups to die down. And then it became like, everyone was like, this is some great prog rock stuff. And it ended up being the mistake that launched the career to the next level of Christmas music. So it's like, like an a, avant-garde like Jingle Bells. It's like yeah. it's like Jingle Bells meets like string cheese incident or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like they became a jam band for Jingle jam band, Bells. fish jam band. Yeah. Fish, fish saves Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hello, my name is Matthew Arnold, and I played Daryl Wilson. I was about to like change my voice, like Ron's. I played Daryl Wilson. <laughs> 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 Daryl just got puberty. <laughs> Daryl Wilson, um, a stay-at-home coach dad who's a barbarian once he enters the on realms. I still feel like you're putting on a voice. Yeah, now, <laughs> now I'm really self-conscious. A barbarian. A barbarian. He's a big man barbarian. He sounds 10% more like Patrick he Warburton than I do. sounds super deep. Deep voice. What's happening? My name is Daryl Wilson. This is my Whoa. deep voice. Oh Daryl became the hottest dad. Oh my dad. gosh. <laughs> Whoa. He, puts, he only puts that voice on in the bedroom. Yeah, and amazing. which speaks That's of my. That's horrible. <laughs> Everybody in the house can hear that. Yeah, Grant's Grant, like, why is Patrick Grant Warburton thinks, no, fucking Grant my thinks, mom? <laughs> Grant thinks there's ghosts upstairs. <laughs> just his r- low rumbling. Ghosts. Kids um, hear ghosts sometimes. I decried the fact that we no longer had any sexy stuff going on this podcast, so I thought I would have a sexy day dad fact nice my sexy dad fact is is so sunday 9 p.m that is (laughs) that is their scheduled sex time (laughs) that is daryl and carol's sex time on the calendar it's called financing so that (laughs) in case in case grant ever looks on their calendar and they've they've kept it up like like, that's pretty consistent that's really daryl's job they had to move it at 11 p.m um during like game of thrones because they both got really into that when leno's on (laughs) when leno's on but yeah, that's how they keep the marriage going. Do you hear about this? If you're under the age of 20 and uh, not married, yes, someday you will do schedule sex. <laughs> Apparently it's great. Apparently it's the best way to do it. Sex? So if sex. You schedule sex is great. Scheduling, yeah, no, sex in general. If you've got to schedule something, schedule sex. Clear <laughs> <laughs> my schedule. When did they do their actual finances then? And what did they call it on the calendar? Like, <laughs> when, it's March, like when it's March 28th and they're like, oh shit, we gotta get we our gotta go to return. H&R Block and fuck. <laughs> Man, tax day must be such a horny event. Yeah, tax, they get really excited on tax Oh, he's got day. just like a Pavlovian response Lots to financing. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> QuickBooks. He's in the bank the and they're like, hey, the would you like to refinance your home? And don't what? <laughs> yeah, that's the folder where all your porn is. It's just in the QuickBooks folder, so Carol, <laughs> Carol can easily access it as well. The safe word is TurboTax. <laughs> hey, everyone. My name is Will Campos. I play Henry Oak. Um, <laughs> 
What? It would be like Henry Oak. Then it'd be it's like I play That's Henry Ash Oak. From Pokemon. <laughs> Henry's spirit child is Ash from Pokemon. Uh, Henry is a granola munching, Birkenstock rocking, crunchy munchy nature druid dad. And my dad fact about Henry this week, I feel like every time I do a Lark and Sparrow dad fact, the punchline is always Henry sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I'd do a fun, a little family time fun fact this week, which is about game night at the Oak household. Mm, okay. And every game night, they put together a little game called Oaks and Ogres for Lark and Sparrow, which is like kind of like a homebrew tabletop RPG, wherein Lark and Sparrow play two brave adventurers, the Oak Boys, and every week they have to do like a different task for an ogre. It's usually something like, you know, like he's got a you know sick tummy and he needs chicken noodle soup. Oh, it's all like good gotta... deeds. Like <laughs> yeah, it's good deeds for the good. ogres, right? But it's secretly, it's Henry and Mercedes' way of getting like the boys to like role play, like what it would be like <laughs> to be a nice person who did, you know, obeyed authority and like did good things for other people. So like to power up like their healing spell they have to compliment the person they're trying to heal Holy and like shit. if they want to like forge gold they've got to like earn it by like you know picking up their toys and putting them back in the toy chest so it's like a little bit of like gamifying chores around the how house. good are they at the game <laughs> inevitably the game turns into a fight at some point because <laughs> essentially the vector you're trying to ride is like how much like productive chore energy can you get out of these boys but at the same time you are feeding into like their desire for power because you're saying that like yeah. you're going to level up and you're going to be better at fighting and you're going to be better at this and that and at a certain point they'll be really productive but if you take it a little too far it's like feeding a gremlin after midnight and then they're just <laughs> amped up on the idea of being powerful and then they it's just it's like you know. a promotion from middle management it's like yes, you can't they- you can't go further than that um that's so much effort to put into like you i mean okay Here's the thing. You, you put get, effort into your kids. Well, okay. If you you think that if you're putting that much effort into your kids, they would be a little be better. better. <laughs> um, hi. Were you done, Will? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm done now. I'm genuinely sorry. I yield the floor. Um, this he, is me he ripping rips up, up his notes. I'm <laughs> ripping up Beth's character sheet as she gives the state of the, the state Ron. The state of the character Ron is hi. I'm Beth May, and I play Ron Stampler. <laughs> um. Uh, That's Misty now, from Pokemon. Now I can't even remember. <laughs> Ron's voice? Yeah. No, I, now I can't even remember how to describe Ron. Oh, he's an emotionally detached <laughs> stepfather and a rogue. Today's dad fact is a continuation of last week's dad fact, which was a melancholy dad fact in which I informed you guys that Samantha is the only person who's ever called Ron Ronnie. So to add to that, Samantha, she's also the only person who's ever called Ron Daddy Flapjack Google Doc Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Google Doc Nick? Yeah. Go on. Okay. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. She's the only one. When when did when does she call him that? During finances. Oh, all the time. <laughs> when they're day. putting their expenses on that Google Doc <laughs> Dick, you know? I'm Anthony, I'm your dad. Hi dad. Hi dad. Uh, I'm not talking to dad today. <laughs> I uh, pissed at dad. Uh, so my dad fact is, I don't think I mentioned this in the Talking Dads about the second to last episode where all the moms kind of died, but there's only one edit I made. I Basically, all the letters that the dads got were first draft, except for Henry's, which had one edit that I made where she had a line where she said, like, I can live knowing that I have no regrets. And for a long time, I had a parenthetical where she said, except for that time we had unprotected sex with those two hitchhikers in, like, in, like <laughs> Madrid or something. Uh, but then I was you like, should have left that in. I was like, that's a lot to put on, on, on Will's shoulders to, like, tear up and then also say that midway through. Hey, so I, I deleted I it. I had to get choked up saying Universal Studios no, Hollywood. It was great. It was great. Uh, but no, that's, that's still canon as far as I'm concerned. <laughs>
So uh, when we last left you, you and the Bad Dog Mercenary Guild were on your way to Castle Ravenloft, you and your van, them on horseback. So something I didn't ask last time is, what about Doug? Did you bring him? Ah, uh, shit, we forgot Doug. No, a good intern doesn't have to be asked where to go. He probably got in the car. Yeah, I have a feeling probably. he would have gone with you. to anticipate our needs. Yes. yes. He was holding the door open for you. Yes. And he had a bunch of coffees in his other hands. The other option is that we forgot about him, and then the moment that we haven't seen him, we're like, what was his name again? <laughs> the intern. What, what was his face? Is he with us? Yeah, I think he's. I think he's, I think he's in the back with Peyton. Yeah, he's definitely hanging out with Peyton. Duo. And they have nothing to relate about. Uh, Until he revealed, I mean, but if Peyton ever finds out he murdered a man, Peyton's going to want to murder talk. a guy. <laughs> it didn't happen. He found a guy with the top of his head cut off. I don't know if Doug would have the confidence to do it, but Doug has definitely saw Peyton slash at Glenn's yeah. Achilles tendon. And it is like there are more subtle ways to handle. Like you got caught. The problem is you don't. You want to get caught. Yeah, you were, they were like looking at you. In true intern form, they're just like really sizing each other up and setting each other as their enemies. Yeah, no, like, they should be teaming so up. But they how long are. you? How long you been here? <laughs> okay. Peyton's like, yeah. Let me show you the ropes. <laughs> um. All right. Let me show you the ropes. I'll show you. The, I'll show you the ropes. I'll show you the ropes. Um, <laughs> so as you drive northward toward Castle Ravenloft, toward the Kingdom of Barovia. The weather gets colder and colder around you. Do we put on them seat warmers? Are there seat warmers in the Honda Odyssey? Only in the front yeah, two seats. Front so uh, who's, who's sitting in the front Whose seat buns with me? are toasty. Shotgun. All right, so Henry's yeah. getting them buns warm. Hey, scoot over, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, Ron. Shove on in. Do you want to share one of these bun warmers? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, Okay, sure. all right. It's not sure. normally not as safe as I'd like to ride in a minivan, but considering that there's no other cars on the road, I think we can risk it. Let's get that seatbelt around both of you guys. All right. Okay, okay. all right. And I, I reach the seatbelt around, and we Wait, both... I got to suck in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will remind you that you have an unidentified shield that you got from Revenge of the Mummy, the ride, uh, which is now currently, I believe, a prize electronic. Oh, shoot. You know what? I need some more tiny screws for my CPU back home, <laughs> my computer case. Uh, I need an Ethernet port. <laughs> I need a spare graphics card from eight years ago. I need an ATI Radeon 9800 HD. I need some astronaut ice cream. You guys liking these fries jokes? Anyway? I, yeah. <laughs> Keep at it. Keep going. I need an old dishwasher and three weird batteries. <laughs> what does that shield do again? You don't know because you had to basically pass a DC 20 Arcana check. And since all of you failed, your only option is finding essentially an NPC who can try for you. And Doug didn't know despite his uh, or we college could education. Or put the shield on, right? Or, or you could put the shield on. I roll down the window and I, I'm assuming a bandit cumber uh, patch. Cabbage is, patch. Cabbage patch is uh, like riding nearby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benedict. <laughs> yeah, we got a crazy shield over here. Uh, we don't know what it is, but you guys, you guys know your armory and stuff. You know weapons, right? Uh, we, we, we know we know martial armaments. Yes, yes, yes. If I and his his mustache like goes out like two antenna and start like, like with, the, with the diamonds on it, with the diamonds on, <laughs> and they sort of reach out toward the shield, and he goes, I, "I'm I'm getting a tang of magic, uh, mayhaps, but uh, we we're we're uh, we all non magical here in the in the, the the bad dog, so I'm I'm afraid we won't be of any any use to you." So you would say you're heroes of might. Do you know? any heroes of might and magic who can help us identify this oh are there still there's still trees there are trees near you yeah hey guys one second I, and i stop Ooh, the bathroom break and i go to one of the trees i go uh aaron o'neill oh clever so as you call out aaron o'neill's name the leaves on the trees begin to shuffle off of the branches and then they float down onto the trunk and arrange themselves in the familiar slightly surly but generally likable visage of aaron o'neill and she goes, uh, yeah, what's up? Hey, how's it going? It's actually going pretty good. We got like a uh, society like sort of in its nascent state. We just came up with currency. 
Daryl's uh, not listening. He's like kind of like trying to gesture to the army around him, like, notice anything new about us? Did <laughs> <laughs> uh, you lose weight? Daryl, for the first time, looks down at us. So I was like, holy shit. Yeah, while I was walking around, I think I'm. I'm looking you pretty good. In. Hey, Daryl, how many steps you got? I don't know, but it's a lot. You know what it is? If you don't think about exercise. And you have to kill a lot of and people. And you got to do it every day. Yeah. You wow. know? Whether you want to or not. And that's kind of the situation we're in. <laughs> that's the situation we're in. Like, I kind of liked you better the other way. You got to get, get Chris Brown vibes. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. Uh, so yeah, what do you, what do you, what's up? Um, what you, okay. Uh, go ahead, Ron. You know how you died? I uh, thank you for reminding me. I have some ongoing trauma from that, but yeah, thanks for reminding me. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of ongoing trauma, our wives died. Oh, sort of not yet, but they will. And so, um, we're just trying to like make it so that they don't die. Just like you didn't die, but you did because they did. I did. Are you asking for my birds or what do you, what's going on? Um, can I just hand her the shield? Yeah. Okay. Here. Would you shove the shield toward a bunch of leaves? Yes. okay so the leaves encircle the shield um and it sort of floats up on the bed of leaves and she goes okay so this is i can tell through the trees the trees are telling me right now this was an item submitted by jake nolan thank you jake it is called the shield of protection it is a cursed shield that as i told you detects as a plus one shield but the DC 20 arcana check that erin o'neill just got you lets you know that it's actually a shield that when you wear it it adheres itself permanently to your arm. Whenever the creature wearing the shield is attacked, the shield forces the creature to interpose itself between the shield and the attacker, shielding the shield from damage with its body. So it gives you minus two to your AC if you're holding it, and it can only be removed and released with a remove curse spell. So it's literally the exact opposite of a shield. So it's terrible. terrible. It's a reverse shield. It's a reverse shield. <laughs> So the shield uses you as a shield. Exactly. It turns you're, you it's, into it's a shield. It's as if you're an agent of the shield. Yes. <laughs> exactly. God. Oh. Fuck. And for the, for the first couple times you use it, it's like not that good. But like around like season three or four of using it, it actually gets <laughs> kind of weird and kind of interesting on its own merits. Yeah. Uh, could you explain that one more time? Not the <laughs> agent of shield. Uh, agents of shield. Yeah. So for a while they had to be connected to the MCU. <laughs> um, oh, I get it. And it wasn't very good. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like in a good Jackie Chan fight scene where like he's got that big like vase or something, he's making sure nobody breaks it. It's like you're doing that, but with a shield, you make sure that nothing hits the shield. So it's a terrible shield. Wow. You know what though? This sounds like a sort of item. Maybe we could try to trick someone yes. into holding on to, and then that could be a fun thing to do. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you told us, man. Hey, if Aaron, we put this that would have been real bad if we had you know put that shield on. You know, that seems like the sort of reckless thing that someone. Would have done impulsively at some point, I say, pointing Darryl, my Darryl eyes directly in Daryl's direction. Because Daryl's lifted up his whole shirt, and he's like, he's looking at his tummy. He's like, checking himself out. <laughs> he's like, is there less here? If we had put too much stock in season one, we might have gotten really disappointed. But now knowing this, this is great information, and we'll keep our expectations managed. Great. Uh, you were talking about your uh, your wives are going to... Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before you... What have you guys are doing with all your... What are those? I've got a lot I want to talk about, actually. Um, recently, I've been thinking a lot. About- so Aaron turns over her shoulder. She goes, this is going to be a second, Vince. Sorry. And you see, <laughs> and you see behind her, the two dimensional man that she pulled out of the bullywugs is lying down in bed. He's like, take your time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's so 
and when I say lying in sexy. bed, like he's like completely yeah. like he's like uh, no. uh, he's like a he's like a he's like perpendicular a, to you, so you basically <laughs> see a shard of a person, and then just the head pops up and goes, "It's okay, baby," and then leans back down, and it's basically invisible again. I'm so glad we called Aaron O'Neill. <laughs> Daryl just turns away. He's like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you." I don't have shame about it. It's all good. Um, hi, stick person. Anyway, I was thinking. Vince. Vince? I, hi, Vince. Um, great body. Um, I, <laughs> so I've been thinking a lot about what it means to be father. Not only just a father, but a stepfather. I actually, I've been thinking a lot and then feeling a lot, and I'm not used to actually. Um. Do you have time, uh, like maybe like an hour next week, so I could talk more about this stuff? Uh, uh, and by this stuff, I mean my thoughts and my feelings, and and thinking about you know taking responsibility for myself and my family and stepping up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I've got a. I know somebody who I, I can't talk to you because we have a pre-existing relationship, so that would be a, a sort of a weird breach of etiquette. But I have somebody I could uh, send you to. And the leaf, uh, one of the leaves, like starts scratching on another leaf. And then that leaf wafts into your hands and it just says, not me on it. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Um, I thought she was going to recommend like an elf therapist. Hey, hey, how Aaron rolls. Okay. Um, oh do you know um, what Dr. Me's address is? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's in Neverwinter. Okay, fabulous. I will put this in my wallet next to my very sharp business cards. And um, yeah, this has been really cleansing and I'm really sad, but I'm going to save that conversation for me and Dr. Me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if that's it, I'm going to get back to doing stuff with my boyfriend. Hey, you want to come? I just, I, hi, it's Henry here. Hello. Hey, Henry. Hey, um, do you want to come to Castle Ravenloft and help us fight the bad guys and save our sons? We've got a whole army with us now. I know before it seemed like kind of an iffy proposition, but we've got 200 guys. We got we, rich. We're still pretty rich. I know you're rich, too, so that's because, you know, we came up with that fair and equitable business proposal. Yep, yep. Um, but if, if you want to come and, you know, be part of a great epic adventure, you know, uh, uh, you know maybe that, that'd be something that'd be cool for you. Yeah, no, I'll definitely, I'll definitely, I'll definitely for sure think about that. That sounds uh, like a lot of fun. Guys, I don't hey, think she's going to think I, about it. Just want to reiterate, uh, just get your kids and run, though. Really, just get your kids and run. What? So you can't. All right. All right. You know what? I, OK. If, OK. I'll explain. You, you want me to explain why I can't tell you? If I'm right about the kind of magic that those people have over you, it makes the magic more powerful. So you, you will be even weaker if I'm correct and you have that knowledge because the control they have over you will be even worse. So it's like the more we know, the less powerful we are. I don't know if I would say that as an overall, like, holistic rule about life. Because if that's the case, then I'm golden. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to worry about. But it's so, it's like us having to tell our wives that they couldn't go to Universal Studios then. You know what? It's exactly like that. <laughs> you should tell all this to Dr. Me. So it's like, okay, so we can't talk about it. That's going to be tough for me. I got to talk about everything, guys. Vince in the back is like, you guys talking about time travel stuff? And then Aaron's like, I guess. I don't know. They're talking about the future and the past. And Vince is like, I mean, I know Dimensional Witch. Like, I don't know if she goes all the way up to four, but that might be a thing. I don't know. Maybe we could talk about it later. I don't know. Hmm. A dimensional witch. Yeah, that's why I am the way I am. Remember, that was that. that that's game. right. Yeah, I'm, I'm recalling that now. Yeah, she downgraded you down to two. Yeah, I don't know if she can go, how far up she can go and how, you know, if it's a both directions kind of street or if it's just... Can we get her information or something? Uh, it's in my other pants <laughs> right now. I don't want to... Well, how about we're, 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 we'll hit you up yeah. after we save our kids. We'll shout into a tree. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. If just we hit, need to. Hit me up. Catch me on my mobile. 
Okay, what's a what's your mobile? Your mobile what? My mobile leaf. I'm always carrying it around with me. She oh, holds okay. up the leaf. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We're gonna hang up the leaves now. I guess. Okay. Cool. And she continues to stare at you. How okay, do we? I just, just kind of go away. Shoo right? at the. <laughs> <laughs> she goes. No, you go away. So the, yeah, the leaves all fall back to the ground and they crawl back up the tree and take their places back on uh, the branches. Next time, I feel like we need to have to enter like a twenty-digit leaf meeting code. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Or we'll get connected we'll get to a different call. witch. <laughs> That's Can fine. I roll an investigation on the leaf with not me on yeah. it? Okay. That is an 18. With your 18, you can tell that Dr. Not Me is a real doctor. <laughs> <laughs> she was not being sarcastic. That person exists. Wow. Wow. Dr. Not Me. You must get a lot of referrals. <laughs> Daryl's grumbling at how rude uh, Aaron was like fucking should not have given her half the money and as we get in the car uh, right before we peel off right, you guys want to go? Yeah let's get Yeah, I think we should keep trucking all right, I, go, I, I go Aaron and then I just peel out <laughs> and you behind you you can see all the leaves like sort of coalesce in the shape of Aaron she's like wait Vince, start it back up we're going from the top Vince and then the leaves go, go, and go back one. to where <laughs> let's do some taxes um, okay <laughs> So, you are going to just, I presume, drive straight yeah, to Castle Ravenloft? Yeah, Raven what now, Anthony? No more goofy stuff for yeah, us to do. We, yeah, driving we straight cleared to all our subquests. Nothing <laughs> left yep. to do but storm the castle. Okay, so I'm going to roll to see if you get any uh, random encounters. Whoa. Is that a thing that happens? <laughs> In D&D, it's supposed to. It's uh, generally bad for storytelling and especially bad for podcasts. But uh, no, you didn't. So you're oh, fine. I hasn't stopped us before. I want a little pregame. <laughs> and we have 200 people. Like, yeah, Daryl's down for a pregame. That'd be yeah. That's like yeah, it five. wouldn't be anything. It would just be yeah. you like annihilate. It's like oh, three wolves attack. Yeah, you know what? Three wolves attack. We didn't even notice. They just <laughs> attack. We have wolves for dinner. They yeah. attack the right flank. Uh, yeah. before guards killed it. Okay. Before we get to Castle Ravenloft, I would like to explain how you can control your soldiers. So you have, Ooh, if you reco- is he some mechanics, bro? Yeah, I made up some mechanics. So Fuck yeah. yes. if you recall, you have 200 mercenaries. Hell yeah, we do. So, so I've decided that there are arbitrarily three classes of mercenaries that you have. You have archers, shield bearers, and pikemen. They all have different stats. Archers basically have not that much HP and they're kind of easy to hit, but they do range damage and their damage is piercing and it's pretty good. You have shield bearers that are pretty hard to hit and have a lot of HP and they're fairly strong, but they do very little damage. But they can also do a thing where they raise their shields and anyone behind them gets half cover, which means they get a plus two bonus to AC. They're a little bit harder to hit if you're behind them and they have their shields up. And then there are pikemen, which are sort of in the middle. They do a fair amount of damage and they have like medium health and hit abilities. It's a real rock, paper, scissors situation A little bit, yeah. So you basically get to decide how many of your soldiers are each of those classes. So divvy up 200 amongst archers, shield bearers, and pikemen. Real quick, shouldn't we just make each one a mobile unit of three? So it's like a shield guy blocking an archer with a dude with a big old pike next to him so that they're the best of all worlds. Only only, only if like, I mean... no, that would be terrible. Oh, okay. All throughout all of history, that's never been the case. Well, just I'm a- just saying that maybe I solved Napoleon's problem. <laughs> hey, Napoleon, why don't they just put all of them you and mush clown. them together? You just idiot. one, just one archer hiding behind a shield, and another guy with a stick, and the three of them are just moving together. Yeah, what is known as the unstoppable soldier. <laughs> that's like my friend who never took martial arts, but was absolutely certain that if you just punched and kicked at the same time, no one would be able to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that is basically the idea behind Krav Maga. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it's a castle, right? Yes. Yeah, we need engines, siege engines. Actually, you know what? Do you want to see Castle Ravenloft before you make this decision? And, uh, it feels no, because like you would have done know. it before you left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Well, now to be fair, Benedict Cabbage Patch, who we should be consulting with, would know a little bit about the theater of battle we're about to go into. So, Benedict, yes, what yeah, would be? Yeah. This is now a flashback conversation that's playing in the montage of us like traveling over there. Sure. What's the best, uh, like you know, makeup of folks? <laughs> <laughs> How do you do war good? I feel, like we want some, I feel like we want defense heavy. I feel like, you know, I I'm want a, a smoky eye. <laughs> I want to throw this out there. I'm okay giving a lot of creative control here to Benedict Cumberbatch because it uh, does. Ca- cabbage Patch. Cabbage Patch. Or Benedict Cumberbatch. Him too. He can. Just like, I don't know. It feels like we're like the IP holder EPs of this mercenary uh, adventure and like he could be like the showrunner. You're you know what I mean? very like, excited. He's in charge of the day to day. You're Kathleen Kennedy circa the new trilogy. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah you know, just do what you want. Daryl is really into Gladiator, so he is definitely picking his brain and trying to involve himself in this discussion for sure. What is Benedict Cumberbatch? In, in the same way you're trying to be the coach of the soccer team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have some plays I came up with for the Shield Bears. Yeah. He's like, remember that chariot scene in Gladiator? Like, you need some. Right, we need some shields. Right, Benedict? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the, sh- the shield bearers, I would recommend you do shield bearers, and then behind them you do the archers, because then it provides cover for the archers from uh, range damage from afar. But we're going to be, like, invading the castle. Yes, we're so, going like, to be probably too many sieging archers. a castle. Uh, well, it depends on what is uh, waiting for you uh, on the outside of the castle. So the, ah. I- I'm not sure what we're going to walk up against. They know we're coming. They do know we are coming, which is a problem, which mm. means that there are certainly going to be either traps or something extremely deadly uh, waiting for us. Now, my understanding of Castle Ravenloft is that it is sort of a one-way trip, if you will. There's one land bridge leading to the castle, and on all sides of the castle is a precipitous drop. Just precipitous <laughs> drop that uh, <laughs> make it so that if you wish to invade, you're essentially going up one uh, means of entry, which is uh, some would consider suicidal. Others would consider an adventure. I'm of the latter. Except we have two means of entrance because we have the Dimidome Sword, which what? can extend Shit. to a football, I think a football field length, Correct. right? Yeah, 100 yards. So we could use that as a miniature land bridge to sneak a second party in to oh, ambush wow. the castle. Oh, that's good. Well, how wide is this sword, he says, and he looks at it, and it is the width of a sword. So we'll like need your most daring inches. acrobatic soldiers. Wow. Or we could lay planks out yeah, on it or something like that, right? Well, we could use it, yeah, you could use it as like the baseline of a bridge you could build. Which looks the coolest? Which has the coolest uh, outfits of the three? Of the archers, the shield bears, and then the, the pikemen? Uh, I would say the shield bears look pretty cool. They've color coordinated with okay. their armor. Okay, guys, guys. So we have everybody dress up as shield bears. And then we have the one entrance through the front and then the, the, the one back door en- entrance with the Dimidone sword. And then the big daddy entrance, so to speak. You use the transportation orbs. Well, everybody's distracted by the cool fighters in the shield bearers mm-hmm. outfits. Ooh. We just sneak in right there and grab our kids and run. Oh, because we can all transport at the same time. And the only correct? thing, though, is we mm-hmm. don't know where that orb ends up. They may have correct. thrown it into a garbage compactor. It's now, true. I will say this. We should throw the uh, orb away here safely out of the range oh, of the Oh, it's like castle. a getaway orb. So that's our getaway. Like, worst case scenario, oh. we, get to the, we, we, we get to the orb, put and in then the we minivan, can out. Put it in the minivan, pedal to the metal, like have the engine in the car ready to go. Fucking, That's not bad. I like Well, that. So we'll oh, keep yeah. the minivan at a safe distance, and we'll continue the rest on foot, but how? that'll be our escape. If we have... Okay, how about this? I like oh, the Oh, and the minivan has the thing that makes it so that it's hard to find for magical you know, folks. And it's fast. And faster it's than fast. anything else around here. It's got heated seats. It's got heated seats. Yeah, our, our butts are toasty. If we do the secondary entrance, maybe we have all the shield guys, like, you know, make the big show of the big entrance. And then maybe we have archers, like, 
because we're going to be going up over a wall. Like, have those archers, like, shoot and defend our entrance as we're, like, climbing up over the wall with that uh, big, long sword. The other option with the sword is this. Uh, according to Ryan Peterson's Cut the castle in half. Yeah, it's a sword of adjustable length. Did you stipulate a, a length for it? Uh, it? It maxes out at 100 yards. Okay. Because if you just shot at 100 yards in the air and tipped it straight down, it would probably cause a lot of force. <laughs> right? Because like, it'd be a big, long, heavy, so you can, you're, sharp What thing. you're proposing is that we have a whole bunch of men on one side of the sword, and then we just whack the yeah, castle, castle over and over, over, and over <laughs> yeah, again from yeah. 100 yards away yeah. to break down the wall. Yeah. Yeah. siege weapon. You broke Dungeons and Daddies. <laughs> what if we beat a castle to death with a sword, they said. <laughs> I guess. Wait a second, Anthony. What is the HP of a wall of a... <laughs> Of a castle. <laughs> Let me Google. I mean, I feel like with the, the sword will probably snap, I'm assuming. Well, he doesn't say, he says weight and length are proportional. Not that it gets more brittle. It just becomes bigger and we denser. We have 200 strong-backed men. But if you, if, sword, if, if you, you, if you smacked a, a stone wall with a sword, you'd probably get a cut yeah, over and over. Eventually, it would break. Yes, that is a cut so it's the, the same brittleness. But you might get one or two wax in. I know what to do, gentlemen. <laughs> we put the sword on the front of the van, make it go a hundred yards, and then we drift, and that sword does a slash. A hundred yard slash, cutting everybody in half who comes towards us. Also, just in case we wanted to know, a uh, hundred yard sword would be about 480 pounds, which is not shit compared to what okay, uh, right, minivan. Okay, just okay, saying, okay. just so you guys all know, in case really? we want to do it, 480 oh. pounds. So here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I am not going to make any comments on the feasibility of any idea uh, as the DM. I will only be able to do it in character. So do whatever you're going to do and then tell me when okay, you want to keep me, moving. Let me ask a question. Yes. If... The how big is this? He says the Benedict Cabbage Patch. What? How big is this precipitous drop? And like, what is the like? Is it like a valley? Like, could, basically, what is the geography? Is it so like imagine a, imagine a mountain range, mm -hmm. and within this mountain range, imagine a canyon that basically goes down a thousand feet, and amidst this canyon, there's but one tiny tendril of land that extends from one of these mountain ranges to a little island of cold rock in this sea of nothingness and mountains. That is Castle Ravenloft. It sits on that rock in that ocean of cold and gravity. Where does their poop go? Off of the side of the thousand foot drop, I would assume. Mm. Oh, that's Oh, that's wait, cool. wait, wait. Hold on, I have an idea, guys. I want to pull one of the mercenaries. Like, hey, Ben, can you just give me a fast rider? Just any one of your guys, fast rider? Absolutely, absolutely. And he, uh, he, he pulls out a random dude, and the random dude goes, yes, ha, what can I do for you? All right, I got a five gold tip here. I need, you, I need you to ride back to that pyramid. Yes. And just pick up, um, I write down like the description of like the DJI Phantom drone. I'm just going to tell them to go bring us a bunch of like drones and technology oh from the Fry's Electronics. Yes! Oh my God. And like, and so I write a big list of things. So like two way radios. Oh no. Uh, like the DJ, like, like multiple drones. Okay. Um, hey, could you get a Walkman? I will absolutely get anything that is on this list to the best of my ability. Uh, pip, pip. And he, he rides off in a puff of cartoony smoke. He'll be back in like yeah, yeah, yeah. four that's hours. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, so you have to scale a thousand foot wall to get to the castle from the other side. Correct. If we wanted to come in from the side on the sword, like how far is it from like the nearest other side? Because like if this is all useless, if it's like more than two yards, one hundred and two <laughs> yards, then we're fucked. No, I, I, I do not know for certain, but I would suspect that the land bridge connecting it to the nearest mountain range is approximately seventy five yards. 
Are there any mountains above it? Mountains above it? Uh, yes. Uh, Surrounding it, yeah. Zipline, baby. Oh, wow. Zipline, baby. You could zipline the whole fucking army in on that bad boy. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, yeah. shit, dog, I'm, yes! Yes! It would be a difficult climb up the mountain, but yes, I believe that once we get to the top of the mountain, as I've said, it is roughly 75 yards away and is a higher elevation, we could indeed line a zip down to the castle. We need a distractionary group in the front so that all their attention is up there so that the other people can go in and we can fucking zip line in. Yeah, get a bunch of shield people and archers like at, at the main entrance and have like a crew of like 50 people. Well, and then they'll know the van. So if we send the van out as a vanguard force, if you will, Ooh. to be the distraction, they'll see the van, think we're in the van, especially if we and with a pitiful army of, you know, 50 guys or whatever up that front door, they'll think that that's the main army, but then we're zipping in over the line. Do you see what I mean? So we don't know what they don't know about us yet, right? Yeah, Ron. What if we send spies up ahead? Spies that they won't suspect. Spies that fly. Are you thinking when I'm that rats? <laughs> rats I, on drones. I was thinking. <laughs> and then you can talk I was to thinking them bats because those radio. are kind of what <laughs> rats on drones are. Bats. Oh wait. Um, <laughs> so the next rat time I'm sort of a zoo. reverse reverse ratatouille. <laughs> oh, but we can give them two way radios so that you can talk to them, Henry. Okay, oh, so that's while, true. So while you guys are talking, four hours later, four hours later, four hours. you talk about this for four hours. The bad dog comes back carrying like two large bags full of stuff. You will get to have any 10 items you could imagine from a Fry's Electronics, but when you want to use it, you're going to have to roll something. You're going to tell me what you're going to roll mm -hmm. in order to see if it has been broken or not, because it's been going through the fucking uh, yeah, void yeah, for yeah, 20 yeah. years. No, I can see that. I can see that. Um, that's fair. 10's too many. Five. It's also future technology. I mean, hell, we're dads. We can barely figure out our own phones. That's true. Imagine trying to make electronics from 20 years in the future work. And you can't read the instructions. Yeah. Because everything turned to Esperanto in America like, <laughs> 10 years after. Political yeah. practice gone mad. It's all in Esperanto. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I told the bad dog, good dog. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. So what, what's on the table? We've got a reconnaissance mission. It definitely feels like a stealth thing for sure. Reconnaissance first and foremost. We're going to approach Castle Ravenloft, but not to where we're within eyesight yet. So within of, a DJI drone distance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Dungeons & Dice is brought to you this week by Rocket Money. Listen, you got subscriptions that you forgot about? I guarantee you, you have subscriptions that you're paying for, you're paying for every month that you don't even use anymore. Or sometimes you sign up for something and you sign up for something and the, the day later you don't even realize it. Rocket Money can cancel those subscriptions for you in a single click 
and they'll even help negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. You just submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. Rocket Money, for those of you who don't know, personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place with one tap, and if you see something you don't want, you just help cancel it just by tapping your fingers. And their dashboard shows you monthly spending compared to last month, so you can see where your habits are, see how you're doing, see how the trend lines are going. They can help you create a custom budget and keep your spending on track. Rocket Money is over 5 million users and saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash daddies. That's rocketmoney.com slash daddies, rocketmoney.com slash daddies. Dungeons and Daddies is brought to you this week by KiwiCo. It's time. Kiwico. It's summertime. You ever do outdoor stuff in the summer? I would ride bikes. No, I've never gone no, outside. What, never gone. What, well, what uh, not, in, not in Phoenix. Yeah. Did you bike ride when you were like out in the summer or would you just bake? So when I was in Tucson, when I was like bike riding age and yeah, we would just bake alive. The asphalt was so hot. And then by the time I was in Phoenix, I was in college, you know, who rides bikes? I do to get to class and yeah. to get to other places. And it was very hot. Yes. So okay. KiwiCo is inviting kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first ever summer adventure series. Ooh. Kids from two years old to teens can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks with enriching content and fun activities to accompany each project. They have something for everyone and they offer different topics for each age, whether your child wants to explore space Hell or learn yeah. about dinosaurs yes. or learn about how dinosaurs were killed by an object from oh space. I do have to say, looking at the KiwiCo website, there is a physics project for kids age five and up. That is pinball. Are you freaking kidding Yo, me? Look at this marble oh, roller coaster. KiwiCo encourages kids to get outside, explore, and to stay off their screens. Awesome projects from the Summer Adventure Series like the Bottle Rocket Kit, where you build an actual bottle rocket, but not the kind that you light with a lighter. Help to turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. And, and Matt, as the parent in the room here. Yeah. Keeping your kid busy and creatively challenged. Constant struggle. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to avoid those screens. Then you got it. That's you gotta, the problem is that screens made them. Oh, my God. Really screens easy make it way. so easy, but you want to avoid those screens. So you got to come up with fun stuff to do, activities. Well, and like, look, you got a whole range. But you know how like you think you're prepared and you've got like a whole list of things you're like these activities this is going to last until my kid's in college. No. You were now them by like age no. four. KiwiCo does like, that I already like, done all the marshmallows with no. toothpicks and all the all the like make your own water. But I've done all these things. KiwiCo's doing that legwork for you so you can spend quality time just tackling the projects together. It must be nice, Matt, to be able to do these and just be like, I don't have to think. I can just play with do it. it. Convenient and personalized. You'll receive either all your summer adventure crates at once or weekly for six weeks. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get 20% off on your summer adventure series at KiwiCo.com slash summer daddies. That's the best code we've gotten That's so really far. Good. 20% off your summer adventure at kiwi k-i-w-i-c-o dot com slash summer daddies one word summer daddies you start moving your way through the mountains on this very uh, so are you leaving the van or are you taking the van with you taking the van with us for okay now. Yeah. so you're driving the van up it's just barely big enough and just barely not steep enough that you can manage to get the odyssey up there and you come across sort of this rise, and you can see in the distance Castle Ravenloft. And just like it was described by Benedict Cabbage Castle Ravenloft sits on a snowy plateau, an island of cold rock and a sea of mountains. Only a single thin land bridge connects the castle to the mountain range surrounding it. Only one way in, and unless you can survive a thousand-foot fall, only one way out. So what would you like to do with the drone? Wait, oh, I haven't said it yet. 
We don't go to Ravenloft. <laughs> Anyone? Half-Life 2? Half-Life 2. I want to fire up one of these future drones, Okay. And, which probably has like thermal imaging capacity and like GPS and like HD video streaming. Sure. <laughs> it's the future. Yeah, yeah, why not? built into the controller. Yeah, so it's from 2030, whatever, oh, whatever this drone is. Oh, but here's the bummer. It, it's controlled by your phone, and it no, only no, no, works no, no. on an iPhone 20. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yikes. damn, my iOS is too old for this shit. <laughs> but wait, what's that in the box? An iPhone 20? <laughs> yeah, that's, that could be two of your five items. Definitely a new phone. Definitely a Walkman. <laughs> what is it, the Walkman? Just give me a straight D20 roll. There's no obvious. I don't know why I was looking at a D&D character sheet as if there's going to be something that I go, aha, yes, that's the stat to see if an iPhone works. I roll it, I unpackage it, and I roll a six. Okay, so the iPhone, uh, the first iPhone, assuming you want to have multiples of them, unfortunately does not work. It doesn't have a battery charger that is compatible with anything you have in the Odyssey. Whoa, guys. It turns out, like, the U.S. adopts, like, the U.K. standard of plugs in the future. Oh, no. What crazy future do we live in? Huh. It's all in Esperanto. Weirdly, yeah. after Brexit, uh, <laughs> the UK became a state in the United States. We were going to adopt their health system, but no. <laughs> no, we just got the plugs. Yeah. All right, can I see if the Walkman works? Is there, are you going to make that one of the items? Yeah. I think it is now. I think okay. it is now. Yeah. All right, go ahead and make a roll. That's a 19. <laughs> it has the best audio quality of any. Uh, if, it's, only, so if only we got any tapes to put it in. <laughs> no, it, it's like, it's got to be one of those like. It's got to come with music. It comes with, yeah. it comes with the demo tape that's like all the like, now that's what I call music 789. It comes with the U2 album. <laughs> yeah. And there's no way to remove it. It's a new one though. It's the one they it's did really in 2030. Bad. I'm looking up now that's what I call music for. I assume the difficulty will be based on how OP this item is, yes. right? Uh, one of the other items is like a golf range finder. So it's like a scope. Okay. So I'm going to put it to my eye and like be able to tell the distance from here to the pin. Just get higher than a five and you'll be fine. Seven. Great. So that works. All right. So I'm going to do an investigation on the castle for looking for any kind of, you know, weaknesses, anything that stands out for ways to get in. And then more specifically on the green where the pin placement is and where the bunkers are. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a uh, 13. So through the scope, you can see that there's basically two main spires in Castle Ravenloft. There's one in the center that's very, very tall and has a pointy top. And there's another next to it that's sort of not so tall and has a flat top. Mm. And for a second, you're wondering, hey, why does that one have a flat top? And then you see the biggest fucking dragon you have ever seen Ooh. in your entire life. Also the smallest technique. No, Gartok was a dragon. So, okay, yeah. So definitely the biggest dragon you've ever seen in your entire life. The size of a kaiju, essentially. Flaps its way up to the flat-topped spire and just sort of sits there, looks around, and continues to idle animation, just like sort of staring down <laughs> at the um, the land bridge that leads to Castle Raven. Uh, hey it guys. is bright gold. Hey, guys. There's like a dragon or something. There's like some smog ass shit happening here. And uh, oh, there's like Benedict a dragon. Cabbage Patch. Do the smog <laughs> thing. <laughs> the, the what? Smog. The, the smog S- thing. Smog. Oh, smog. Oh, sm- I forgot that he was smog. <laughs> or smog. Smog. No, uh, the dissolution of smog. <laughs> smog. Uh, let, let me see that if you would. And he takes the rangefinder from you and his mustache like droops and the diamonds fall out. Um, and he's like, that's definitely a three iron. <laughs> uh, and he goes, my God, a, a, an ancient gold dragon. I, I, 
this will be glorious. We are almost certain to die, but this will be quite a way to go out if I may say so myself. How, how do you kill them? What's the deal with the gold dragon? Gold dragons are, are, this particular one is an ancient gold dragon, so it's one of the most dangerous possible creatures that it exists in all of the Forgotten Realms. And uh, you, I mean, you just sort of kill it by hitting it many, many, many times. <laughs> uh, are there any weaknesses? Oh, oh gosh, no. What happens if you had a hundred yard sword? If you had a hundred yard sword, you would, I suppose you would get like one good swack at it. I mean, they're not, they're not exactly <laughs> slow. They can, they can fly. What if we tape the gun to the end of the sword <laughs> and we zip this gun up and we shoot the dragon? It is very large. I mean, you would probably piss it off a little bit. I think we use the sword as like a big javelin. Wait, wait, question, question. Is there anything that gold like dragons like? Do they like gold? Do they like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, is this a smart dragon? Tell us about ancient dragons. Are they intelligent? Are they cunning? Do they have, like, what are they just, just, you are know, you seem like charmed? You, are they artistic? As far as I know from the legends, because it's not often you see a dragon, dragons tend to be fairly intelligent and can be reasoned with unless they are under the thrall of somebody else. And there are certain very rare, very magical items that allow one to have control over a dragon. And I can't think of too many good reasons that a, a strong, intelligent dragon would be defending someone else's lair. So mm. my fear might be that that dragon is under their control, perhaps with an orb of dragon kind. So it's just like, if, if we got rid of that orb, we'd have like a pet dragon. You know who might be able to help us with this? Is our old friend Scam Likely, <laughs> who oh, owes wow. us a scam. Okay. He does okay. owe us a scam. We could maybe use Scam Likely to flimflam this dragon, maybe into tricking them into thinking we've got the orb of dragon kind, and then it'll have to obey us. Or maybe scamming the people in the castle to, like, you know, get the orb for us. Yeah, that yeah. could work too. Like it's an orb cleaning service. Or yeah, something. yeah. Like he he goes like a bowling like an ball orb polisher. Mate. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> there to check the sewage or something, and then he steals the orb for us. So, okay, so your 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 phone rings. Who's phone? Oh, Daryl's phone. Daryl's the, the only, only phone, phone left. And I answered. Hello. Is it my ears that currently burn, or do you wish to use the scam that you once earned? Scam? How nice. did how did you hear us? I'm always listening. Are you? Oh, uh, turn on location tracking. <laughs> now, this is a Nokia. This doesn't have no GPS. <laughs> Look around. All right. Are you nearby? Whenever that Jake's to be found, I'm not far behind. <laughs> so, Scam. It's Henry and Daryl and the other dads. Uh, Hi, Scam. Do you think you'd be up to scamming an orb of dragon kind at a castle Ravenloft for us? Oh, Dear, dear me, an orb of dragon kind. I mean, that's too hard of a scam for you. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I see what's going. I see what this is. Uh, go ahead and roll persuasion. Whatever I add to that, it's probably not going to do it. No. How many times have I told you, good boys, you cannot scam a scammer? I like where your head's at, though. I do. Daryl, how many times does he have to tell you you can't scam a scammer? Now. Actually, hey, Skim, what about a favor? A favor? What kind of favor? Oh, you know, one scammer to another. How about- You're not a scammer. You've never scammed anyone. How do you know that? Because I would know about it. That's sort of my thing. Oh, what if you don't, though? Because I'm scamming you. Okay, so your scam would be to hide the scam? Yeah. What's the point of a scam hidden? If a scam falls in the forest, does anyone like it? <laughs> no, we're all scammed by it. Go on. <laughs> you have my attention. <laughs> to kind of bring it back around to the orb of dragon kind. Yes. I, you said we could call you for a free scam. I did. And this is the scam we'd like you to pull. We'd like you to scam the orb of dragon kind out of that castle and into our hot little hand. Okay. 
And just okay. so you know, we're just not throwing you out in, in the wind here. We got a 200-person army nearby. We got us, and we got some uh, electronics. So we got stuff to help out if you, you know, if just, just let you know the tools you got at your disposal for Wonderful. the scam. Well, so what do you know about what's inside this castle? Because I, I, it helps to, to know whatever I can about my mark before I go in. Mark is, a, is a, an industry term for, for who you're going to scam. It's also the name of my brother. <laughs> Our kids are in there. There's three purple robed figures who are guarding this castle, and they probably are have... Are they your wives? No. Are a lot of people seem future? to think that. Probably not. I have a lot of fear. <laughs> <laughs> So these are the bozos that stole our kids, and you know we've been able to kind of connect with them in like a liminal dream space. We were warned that the more that we learn about their power, the more powerful they'll become. Now, you might know something about that, but if you do, don't tell us, because we don't want to make them more powerful. So, Scam, you know Castle Ravenloft, or no? I know of it. Okay, so it's a big castle. Yes. Like, with a thousand-foot gorge around it. Yeah. And one bridge. Yes. And there's a big dragon on top of it. That's what we know. There's a big ancient gold dragon. And we're pretty sure it's got an orb or some magical item that somebody's using to control it. And we would like that item on this side of the gorge. So that we can control it. So we it. can control the dragon and help us out on this battle. Or maybe battle. Like set it free, like in Free Willy. Or a scam item. A scam item that looks like the dragon item, but is a scam. Okay. Trick so the dragon. It sounds like you have essentially no information on what awaits me inside the castle. It's to get an item that's extremely likely to be well-guarded, and there's no guarantee that my means of egress will be protected. I have only one thing to say to that. And then uh, this the entire time he's been talking, you've been noticing that Benedict Cabbage Patch has his back to you, Holy and then Benedict shit. turns around and rips his mustache off, and, reveals, and he goes, I'm in! <laughs> he's been with us the whole time! And uh, uh, Scam Likely removes his Benedict Cabbage, Benedict Cabbage it, Patch that costume. that mustache. I was like, something's weird about that mustache. <laughs> and uh, he goes, see you in a bit. And he starts walking towards. Wait, wait, wait. He got oh. all the gems. He got the rest of our gems. <laughs> he still got the gems after all. <laughs> 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 it is done. He got our gems. You got to be fucking who, kidding who me. me? <laughs> I'm going to give him, though, uh, a drone. To take with him. Well, he okay. knows everything we have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I'm going to give him a drone to take with him. It's like, hey, if things get hairy, just attach the orb to this thing, okay? Okay. Yeah, I could do that. Okay, all right. Okay. So, I guess here I go. Are you guys going to wait here until I'm done with my sort of little side quest adventure? Now, see, now we're the dungeon masters, and you're the, <laughs> you're the oh, player going through, your, going through your own dungeon for us. Well, I mean, we could just, you know, we'll, we'll just like ellipses and rest. <laughs> <laughs> we we need you to act as our sort of a uh, candid scamera. Uh, oh my god, that's very good. Uh, in the words of DJ Khaled, I played myself. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. All right. So so you see fuck. So you currently don't have a means of controlling the drone, right? Because you don't have the phone. No, no, like you can have drones that are not phone based. No, okay, some drones okay. will have a, yeah, we'll have a remote with them. Okay, so you get a normie drone. How many items we didn't we roll done? for it. You got to roll for it, right? Yeah, I'll roll for it. I'll roll for it. How many? How many items did we pull out? Two, and then the Walkman, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the rangefinder, the phone that didn't work, the Walkman that did. So this is your fourth. Would this count as electronic? Which is that Fry's does indeed sell thirty six packs of Charleston shoes. <laughs> I was just double checking. Did you have the foresight to tell that guy before he left? I was checking it right and I didn't find a time to interrupt it. So I would have like taken him aside and be like, hey, can you grab, <laughs> can you grab some Charleston shoes? I'd be like, what the fuck? What the, who has some Charleston shoes? <laughs> All right, let me. They were out. Oh, 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 oh no. devastating. 
Daryl looks at his new bod and sees the like ten pounds he's dropped. He's like, "It's all right. <laughs> I'll save it for later." It's, all those Charleston shoes you've ever eaten are still in there. <laughs> yep. Uh, what do I have to beat? You got to beat uh, an eleven. I got an eleven on the dot. Whoa! All right, all right, all right, sexy boy. You have a drone. You have a functional drone. Nice. Hey guys. Freddie, you're such a fucking nerd. I can't stand it. Sometimes this is like, well, this is great. It's just yeah. like, it's just watching a man chase down his very specific kink in the context of tabletop role playing. It's like, I get a DJI Phantom with like all the trimmings. And, like, well, the drone like weight ratio, these like in the future has got to be fucking excellent. And batteries have gotten better too. So Scam Likely is walking away with the drone sort of like tucked in his waistband because in the future they're kind of small and they hey, unfold and something bigger. what does look like? So right now he looks like exactly like Benedict Cabbage Patch but with no mustache. So when he ripped off the costume, you just saw the same guy but with no mustache, essentially. Oh. Can wow, I put his weird. mustache on? Uh, oh. Roll constitution. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Baby may have made a mistake. <laughs> 13. The mustache latches into your upper lip and fucking razor sharp barbs embed themselves in your flesh and the mustache you can feel like suddenly it's like you've grown a new limb you can feel the, the cold air hitting every individual hair follicle on your mustache it is a it is a symbiote that is now one with you that you venom yes it is like venom you have a parasite on your face that is that is inextricable from you without some serious surgery or magic. So it's like so Davy Jones's like tentacles yes, on his face, like, like they're moving around. Independent of you, it can be sort of maneuvered if you can convince it to do certain things. But it is very much has its own agency, and it is now embedded in your face. Wait, okay, actually, this is important. Did Ron already have a mustache? I think actually, yeah. Okay, so he has two mustaches. He has a mustache on top of another mustache now. <laughs> or just like a really thick mustache. Or very very thick brown and black mustache. <laughs> wow, this wow. is a what's wild Ron, episode, what's guys. Ron's reaction. He just strokes the mustache and says, mmm. So we don't the know. The mustache, like one of the tendrils, like whips at your finger, like, no. You could hear this voice in your head going, no. You haven't earned that yet. <laughs> um, no. Wait, so, Ron, did that mustache just move? Um, whoa, whoa, Ron, what happened to your mustache? Guys, you- guys, sorry, sorry. Be quiet, please, please. Uh, Mr. Mustache, am I allowed to answer them? No. <laughs> guys, everything's fine. <laughs> Can you take off the mustache? What happened? Why what? would I? It looks so good. <laughs> it looks so good, right, Mr. Mustache? I like that. I like that. Okay, yeah, I like that too. What okay. Fuck. Hey, um, how are you? I'm doing okay. Okay, yeah, me too. I'm really nervous about a lot of things, but um, I'm really scared. I'm nervous too. That's just, I mean, it's, that's just, that's, you know, that's so weird because like, life, you Aaron know? was telling me that I needed to go talk to somebody, but maybe that somebody was oh, in me shit. all along and like, we're, we're here together and we're in I wasn't in, this- in you all along. I was in you as of about 30 seconds ago. Okay. That's what she said. But then <laughs> I- <laughs> your, your mustache begins to vibrate and you, and you hit it. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. I like that. Um, okay, well, I let's think this just... is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> Me too. But for now, I've got this Walkman, and I have got, uh, now, that's what I call Music 4, which features Blue Daba D by Eiffel 65. Put one of, put one of the earbuds in me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, just, I actually put, like, one of the earbuds in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Does Ron know how to listen to music? <laughs> you can see that the mustache is, like, sort of bobbing to the beat of Blue. Um, right. Okay, so... <laughs> so, anyway... <laughs> to get to the other stupid thing that we're doing... <laughs> Scam likely vanishes into a tiny little dot on the horizon. And eventually, so do you have a, you probably do have a camera. Yeah, it's so yeah, the, 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 yeah, we'll the, describe the remote. 
So the remote would probably have a built-in screen to it, so uh-huh. we can see. It's like a Wii U. It's like a Wii U. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's got probably gimbal control. So it's, so it's got like one stabilized. Good game. It's got like four. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Uh, you know, it's like 4K streaming video. Okay, great. So you can see because he's holding it behind himself, you can sort of see him. You can't see what he's looking at because again, he's holding it mm-hmm. at his back. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you start seeing the land bridge that he's on as he starts moving across it, presumably towards Ravenloft, and. At a certain point, you hear the knock of a fleshy fist on stone. And he goes, okay, I need to think of a scam that's actually relatively convincing. Avon calling. (laughs) (laughs) Representative of the doodlers here. Knock, knock, knock. And uh, you hear the doors open. So I step in or I don't? I do? I do. Okay, cool. You see him walk into a courtyard and you hear the breathing of the dragon hot and heavy and very close and as he moves past the dragon you can see that this thing is fucking massive this thing is is the size that you imagine Clifford the Big Red Dog to be in relationship to you is Clifford the Big Red Dog a kaiju is that like by definition yeah (laughs) (laughs) what's a kaiju like a big Japanese monster like in a Godzilla Pacific Rim He's just a big dog, Will. Why does it always have to be so I'm super just over geeky. here dropping my skewed takes on pop culture. Yeah, like, no. this is the kind of comedy you can expect from my Twitter at Wilby Campos on Twitter. Like, I do all sorts of wacky observational okay, stuff. Okay, listen. You know, I like Beth May on shirts. Twitter, you'll find something, like, rational. Like, just talking about how hot Clifford the Big Red Dog is. <laughs> this was supposed oh. to be the big climax. Yeah, sorry. I'm more... Okay. All right. I, I so am many a Marmaduke things, so many girl, dreams I have. please go on. You hear two very large doors open, and he uh, taking notes. Someone's taking notes, right? Doug, I'm, watching, taking I'm notes? watching right over the. I'm watching right over your shoulder, looking at the screen. No, oh, hey, hey, hey! It's like, hey, we should be ready to fly this drone. By the way, if something goes down, like oh, maybe yeah, distract yeah. I got the, the dragon. Arm, I got the arm switch here, ready to go. You can see the light suddenly go dark as he moves indoors somewhere, and he seems to be in some sort of foyer that is uh, lit primarily by candles. Mm. And oh, this is lucky because the drone's pointing behind him. You can see mounted on the wall. Uh, what looks to be a sort of digital projector and it Uh flicks on and you can't see what it's pointing at because it's in front of him but you hear the familiar voices of the purple robes and they go speak your peace hi nice (laughs) to meet you so you're seeking the doodlers yes yes we seek the doodlers we've invited them here and uh kind of just kind of just waiting on them to wait for a little while (laughs) (laughs) we were considering like hitting them up again but I didn't want to rush it. You know, like when you, you send a text, you don't want to immediately hey, did you get it? Because it's, like, it's desperate. So we were just kind of waiting on it. Yes, yeah. The reason that you're waiting is because I uh, I tricked them. I captured them. And uh, I thought we could perhaps uh, have a little uh, little little ransom, a little, little, little exchange of currency in exchange for these doodlers you want so bad. So he's going to roll persuasion. <laughs> I love watching deception play with Dungeons and Dragons with himself. You're watching. This is the best thing I've ever seen in <laughs> this my is life. The wor- this is role-playing <laughs> masturbation. This is horrible. Uh, no, it's literally just like we're all watching our own adventure on TV. <laughs> while fucking, we made it about to roll against himself. <laughs> Four adults were like, "What if we listen to our podcast while being on our podcast?" Dude, this is great. Now, we're the only people in the world who can't listen to our podcast, but now we can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even playing. I'm just like leaning on the edge of my seat, watching Anthony, so excited about His what's about to happen. Are perfect. Everything's perfect. I love this. I'm literally getting lightheaded. If I could so only irritating. like. I'm so upset. And repeat this experience. All right, so he's going to roll deception with a This podcast is funny. Like, now that I'm just, like, listening to it, it's pretty good. I mean, that is a really good DM. Yeah. All right. Hey, you're doing great, Anthony. They're going to roll insight. (laughs) 
Okay, shh, he's rolling inside. Okay, so scam hey, likely. Anthony, can you say your rolls more into the microphone? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck my ass. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> So Scam Likely got a 17, and he gets a plus six to scams. So he got a 23 scam, and they rolled insight, and they only got about a 12. So he succeeded at that scam check. You've captured the daddies. Hmm, interesting. Not a, actually, not entirely surprising. They seem very <laughs> easily capturable, so that, that kind of tracks. Hey, Glenn run. Hey. <laughs> that guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, that's right. We high got five. Right now. High five. I predator high five. <laughs> high five. Name your price. What do you wish for the doodlers? Oh, I thought... Shall we say three, forty thousand gold, and then, uh, gosh, I think that's it. Forty thousand gold—that's that's that's obscene. That's ridiculous. That's that's more gold than anybody has in in this area of the. That's, that's ridiculous. That, that's more gold. That than number's too high. That, that, that is a very large number, and that's not—that's a ridiculous <laughs> negotiation tactic. Okay, well, I guess you've convinced me to sort of lower my my negotiation because I'm very good at it. Oh, so. oh guys, this is called anchoring. It's great. He's doing anchoring. Well, why don't you give me something that makes me happy? What's something you could offer me that's really impressive? Mm, well, we got the children. We've got the the army of the undead. We've got the dragon. We should have asked him to scam our kids out of there. Oh, that was Damn good. it! Can we, can we talk? Can we talk to the drone as we remember the dragon? Wait, just yeah, don't let him do it. Don't let him do it. nervous. Getting nervous. Getting nervous. Just let yeah, the man yeah. scam. God, God forbid you interact with this scene in any way. That's what I was trying to. Uh, um, we have the orb of dragon kind. We are not giving up the orb no, of dragon. I mean, because we're probably fine with that. Like, it's not a big like an orb of dragon kind. I guess that's probably the lowest I could probably go is an orb of dragon kind. He's a master of work, guys. Like, I've got, I have one at home. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. So I, I'm not super impressed by it, but like I would consider maybe. Hundreds of yards away, Glenn's going around just like doing like explosion hands around his head. It's like, this guy's so good. <laughs> he's so good. All right, so he's going to try to deceive them again. And they, okay, they rolled badly again. <sighs> All right, I feel like I'm going to regret this, but yeah, okay, you can have the orb of dragon kind, but just please, I mean, can, can we have some sort of, actually, no, I don't, I don't need to give you a gentleman's agreement. We've done enough sort of, you know, emotional scar into this thing that it's not going to attack us, but like, don't be a dick about it, okay? Yes, we'll give you some control of the dragon outside, but don't, like, don't make me regret this, okay? I will leave you a bad Yelp review, and if you've seen the acoustics of this canyon, it will go very far. <laughs> <laughs> hold, on, hold on a moment. You hear the, uh, somebody rummaging around, and then you hear the clack of bones getting louder and louder, and uh, scam like it goes, ooh, stairs, cool. And a skeleton coming down the stairs holding an orb. Delightful. Absolutely delightful. Guys, this is like some theater of the mind shit. <laughs> and he takes the orb from them, and the robes go like, Okay, now, where, where are the daddies? They are on their way forthwith. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to need something considerably more concrete than that. Do you have any proof that you have them with you? I have, uh, uh I could tell you something that only the daddies might know, perchance. Would that, would that be sufficient? Yeah, I, I, I suppose. Uh, yeah, why don't you tell us something that only they would know? Let me just think about it. Let me see if anything is called to mind that only they would know. If, if, I, if I could just dial in to a particular thought or particular, ooh, you know, ooh, sentence. Ooh. Uh, guys, I think he wants us to call him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, I'll call uh, him. Yeah. I, I open my phone and I call Scam Likely. I need a roll, right? Yeah. Natural 20, good. Natural 20? Okay. I mean, for my phone not dying. Great. Um, uh, was something only we would know that, that, um... Hey, get us out of here, Scam! Hey, he's got his... Hey, who's this? He's got us trapped! Yeah! 
Oh, we're, we're, okay, we're so trapped. He, so you hear him go, and then you hear the noise that whatever you're saying is sort of coming from a tinny speaker, like an echo chamber that sounds like it's coming out of his mouth. Where, where are we? It's all dark in here. Gosh darn it. Scam you, rogue. I can't believe you scammed us so bad. Oh, I'm dying. Oh, God. Please let us out. Oh, I no. hope I hope you don't hurt my son's lark and sparrow. You hear one of them, the, that you recognize the voice as the shorter one being like, I don't want to die. Like, that's, uh, don't, don't be killing us. If everything goes according to plan, I won't. Let me leave this room. Let me leave this uh, particular canyon with this orb of dragon kind in tow, and they will be on their way forthwith. What say you? One final uh, deception check may happen. What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's twenty-one. They critted. <gasps> they got a natural twenty on their insight check. So the uh... oh boy, so. You hear a voice go, Wait a minute. And it's the voice of the tallest one. You wanted the Orb of Dragonkind, didn't you? Yeah, that's why I negotiated for it. That's how negotiation works. You pretend you don't want a thing, and then you, and then you get that thing. I negotiated you down to it. I'm very good at that. No, 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 no. This is all bullshit, isn't it? Uh-oh. Scam's cover's blown! Turn on the drone! Distract them! I flip on the drone and fly it upwards and point the camera towards this visage in front of us. Okay, so in front of you, you can see that the projector is projecting an image of the three purple robes uh, sort of standing next to each other, and behind them, you see your kids. So you see the tall one go, Get him! You can see all around you these stone walls that you assumed were just normal stone and had like cute little decorative skulls and stuff in them. Bodies begin to pull themselves out of the walls. Uh, skeletons sort of making themselves manifest, crawling out of what seems to be sort of their hive in the walls of this fucking castle. And they start running towards Scam. And he goes, Scam likely away! Scam likely away! And he starts running. And he runs presumably out of sight of the drone, unless you're going to follow him. I think with I'm going to follow him with my drone pilot skills. He still has the orb of dragonkind, right? He does. Daryl, give me the phone. Scam, use the orb of dragonkind. Press the action button to bring the dragon to your side it's to like help you escape the video game Because I've piled the drone around him, behind him, so it's Dude, like a third person you're like, video You're like waist game. height, and he's like yeah, taking yeah, yeah. most of the left half yeah, of yeah, the screen. Do we have to roll for the drone? You have to roll to handle the drone properly and not like crash it into oh, something. Oh, it's like you have to do that, and then you have to call out obstacles to scam likely, and then he has to duck around them like quick time events. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Grant used to fly remote airplanes. Okay, I toss, toss Daryl the uh, remote. I'm like, pilot that thing. That's 17 plus 4, so 21. So you can see that some of the skeletons have uh, spears made out of their own ribs that they're just taking them out and, like, chewing down on the ends and just throwing them like darts, and you're managing to evade these ribcage darts with the drone pretty dexterously. Skam is running as fast as he can, and so he's he looks into the orb's depth, and you can see him, uh, you can see him making a charisma check. <laughs> so it worked. So he attunes to the orb. He controls the orb for as long as he remains attuned to it. So because he is controlling the orb, the orb has seven charges. Imagine how fun this would be if you had this. <laughs> um, well, we're trying to get it to us. Yeah, yeah that's it, what we're trying to do. It will in a second if everything goes to plan, baby. Well, you control the orb. You can use an action to cause the artifact to issue a telepathic call that extends in all directions for 40 miles. It doesn't say here, but I'm deciding it means you can give dragons a one-word command, I essentially. Like, I feel like Scam's move is going to be to, like, just hitch a ride on the dragon and just piece the fuck out. <laughs> that was my thought, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Scam is going to think the word rescue. 
And so you hear the beating of wings and a shadow passes over Scam likely and lands directly in front of him like a cool scripted event. He's like too far away so you can't mess up the cutscene kind of thing. And then, <laughs> and then as Scam runs up and sort of scampers up the dragon. Uh, scampers. scampers, yeah. He scampers uh, and onto its back. And he goes, <laughs> Scam likely away, boys. Scam likely away. And as, you're, oh. as he's saying that from the tallest tower in the castle, you see a beam of purple energy <gasps> shoot out. And it goes straight through Scam Likely's fucking skull. <gasps> what? And he, his face frozen in a rictus grin, he falls off of the dragon and down, down, down into the thousand foot chasm surrounding a castle at Ravenloft. He is still holding the orb of dragonkind, and it falls with him. And the dragon is looking around in confusion and sees its master falling down into nothingness. And uh, now free, it just sort of hovers in place, not quite sure what to do. But you feel, you can feel deep in your heart that Scam likely is dead. <gasps> Guys, scam! This, this, scam! This is, <laughs> this is a great scam. This is great. <laughs> yeah, is so he's going to come back. He's I playing us, right? Oh, scam. This is your best scam yet, scam. Scam? <laughs> scam? I try to call scam likely. Scam. Scam. Scam! <laughs> the phone rings, and it goes to voicemail. Whoa, he has voicemail? What does yeah. his voicemail say? I put on speaker. Don't trust anything you hear or see. You received a call from Scam Likely. Please leave a message after the beep. Beep! I go, thanks, Scam. Thanks for everything. Just kidding. That was me. I was pretending. <laughs> there was no real beep. He got oh. you. Oh, he got me. And then an actual beep happens. Scam, is your refrigerator running? Because I miss you. Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson, Anthony Birch as our DM, Will Campos as Henry Oak, Beth May as Ron Stampler, and myself, Freddie Wong, as Glenn Close. Theme song and outro is All Right by Maxton Waller. Thanks this week to Jake Nolan for his item submission, and thank you this week to all of our Patreon supporters, but especially Kevin G. Host. Kevin Ghost? Is he a ghost? Nobody knows. Rebecca Beavers, Aaron Murphy, Jonathan Trombino, Marcus Howell, Will Maynard, Chris Smith, Gary Fitzpatrick, Spencer, and Madison Ryan. These are the kinds of people that we should all aspire to be. More merch, by the way, is coming soon. Unfortunately, the COVID-19 outbreak has really slowed down a lot of the manufacturing overseas, and there's obviously way more important things for those factories to start churning out the niche podcast merch, but we do have stickers, shirts, and more pins in the works. Additionally, there are now merch tiers on the Patreon, so we've enabled this feature called Merch by Patreon for tiers 10 bucks and up, which means if you join now and stick around for three months, you will get merch sent to you through Patreon. We got stickers, our first ever dad mug designed by artist extraordinaire Kat Kerwin, which if you follow us on social, you've definitely seen her work. So head on over to patreon.com slash dungeons and dads for all the juicy deets. And remember, Patreon supporters at any level get first crack at any new merch. 
Our website is DungeonsAndDaddies.com, where this week we put together a handy, convenient page with links to all the bonus content if you're a patron. If you're not a patron, you can just, like, gaze longingly at all the bonus content patrons get access to, I guess. We are at Dungeons and Dads on Twitter, bit.ly slash Dungeon Dads for that private Facebook group, and r slash Dungeons and Daddies for the subreddit. Next episode's coming out March 3rd, so we will see you then. There was a time when you could read between the lines You know they never brought you down Never brought you down Hi, nice to meet you. Oh, I'm going to burp. Sorry. Oh, that was a cute little one. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I, 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 ate, it, I ate somebody's uh, uh, innocence a, a couple days ago, and I'm, it's, doing, it's repeating on me. Dungeons Dads is brought to you this week by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect? Or are we? Or are we? Aura. We Aura. Aura Frames. Aura Frames. If you've got pictures of seals, I know where you should go. Crank them onto your Aura Frames and give it to your mom. There's a big scroll that you're like, I got to take a picture of that. Aura Frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames. You can put pictures of seals on there if you want. You can put pictures of Seal, the singer, on there if you want. They allow you to share displays and put other like gross stuff on them for your goon room. It's true. It allows you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload. Make and share a goon photos. room your mom's comfortable walking into <laughs> <laughs> via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame. Listen to this, Anthony, with preloaded photos and memories. There we Dude, go. Dude, I Meta-gooning. preloaded my Aura frame with pictures of Pitbull and Pitbulls. So sometimes I get Mr. Worldwide and sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> no matter just, what, you win. I'm just being silly. I have great photos on my Aura frames and I love it. It's so a there. great Mother's Day gift this year, Beth. You could give Mother's I already did. I did it for last month. I got one for my mom, too. You moms did. fucking love moms it. Love moms love this shit. Moms love it. For Aura. From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an Aura That's like frame. a goon room that- for a mom is just supposed <laughs> 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 Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and select it. Go as in one there of- and you see how long you can go without calling your kids. <laughs> <laughs> and select it as one of Oprah's favorite things. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use the code DUNGEONS at checkout for your mom to save. Terms and conditions apply. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Haya. Oh, wow. I did not realize I was surrounded by some black belts in karate. It's not martial art, Beth. It's a pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. Most of the time when you talk about children's vitamins, it's just candy. It's just gummy bears. I don't tell oh. my mom. That was my whole trick as a little kid. Was it? Yeah, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I want some vitamins, mom. But really, I just wanted that sweet, sugary goodness. Oh, Most I thought you were going to say you replaced your vitamins with gummy bears. Because that would be that a That would have been a smarter a move. I could have done that. Well, you might as oh, well, well, because most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and contribute to Disgusting. a of health issues. Ew, gross. Hi fills the common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins Ooh. and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, 
B12. 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 <laughs> that one came out weird. That was wrestling here for vitamin B12. Vitamin D. B12. That's why this is Elvis. Oh, we got Mercy. Folate. Vitamin C. <laughs> it's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, non-GMO, everything else. Would that you, you say that this product is a hunk of hunk of burden love? It's designed for kids to and up and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. They taste good even though I don't take I don't take them. Oh, I'm too my pills, <laughs> my gummies. <laughs> they also have a new kids probiotic and nighttime essentials. We worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling yeah. children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash daddies. This deal is not available on their regular website. This is a special Secret URL. You understand? Deal. Secret oh, website. One for the money and two for the great vitamins you're getting. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H, HayaHealth.com slash daddies, and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.